Welcome to the Kayla Ambrose Show. I'm your host, Kayla, here with my best friend, Nikki Case. Hey, Nikki. Hello. <laughs> we were just goofing around with the microphones earlier and uh, playing with our NPR voices, <laughs> trying to have that beautiful sound. And you know, it sounds so like calm and like reserved and just it, it's very soothing which maybe that's why it makes me a little sleepy when I listen um this is about the opposite most opposite from my personality as I could possibly be talking this calmly um I agree Nikki I think it's because of the Christmas cookies you're making killing me here girl <laughs> Uh, are they are they tasty they are very tasty they are they're my christmas cookies are quite tasty but not moist we just don't want them to be moist not not too moist <laughs> oh how many times can we say the word moist <laughs> i know that is a favorite word of many many of our listeners that's right Speaking of <laughs> listeners, hello, listeners. <laughs> we we do have an audience here, presumably, and they're getting this, they're getting a little peek into the craziness of Kayla. And we did have an audience. <laughs> we did. They're gone. They're gone. If this was like live radio, there'd be no one left listening. <laughs> She's like, what is going on? We're here for journey bracelets. What is this journey? Nikki and I love comedy and Saturday Night Live and all those skits. If you know what we're alluding to there so we won't say any more about it except we're huge mm -hmm. fans yes watchers big fans and and i would like to point out that this to me is a great this sort of example of you can be highly spiritual and metaphysical and deeply feeling profound people and be ridiculous goofballs at the same time i think it's a priority right Absolutely. Like, yeah. even buddha said you have to laugh at yourself if you can't laugh at yourself, you're not spiritual. And like, we do. We laugh at ourselves all the time. Yes, we do. And you we, have and to. And at each other. And about everything, really. <clears throat> we I have never laugh fun. At you. I mean, that's the best part of this thing. Doing this together is like, okay, it's yeah, it's great. We're smart. We're brilliant. We're making these awesome things. You're a scientist. I'm a psychic. That's awesome. But we just have a lot of fun doing it, you know? Um, in fact, I think, speaking of things we love, we really should have a um, practical magic night with the lime and the coconut oh. and make some. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. We can have midnight margarita journey bracelets. I'm, I think that needs to happen for this October. I think so, too. I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm going to have a podcast episode. <laughs> For sure. That would be great. We'll have to work on that. But welcome, everyone. Welcome to the journey, the lavish goods, lavishgoods.com. Kayla and Nikki here. Somewhere roaming around Nikki's house is Phoebe the cat, our other employee, but she likes a little nap time. She gets a lot of, you know, she gets a lot of time off, actually. <laughs> she, she does. You know, she's more of a overseer of our work than anything you know I, that's i think that's a good way to describe it and i think a lot of cats would describe themselves as sort of overlords 
<laughs> she's, she's just there to check our work. Yeah, she does a very good job. She's very thorough. You can see a picture of Phoebe on our website, on the About Us part of our website there, if you want to see her hard at work. Um, so moving on, you know, we're going to talk today about a bracelet called Astral Traveler going into the higher realms. And so we're kind of, you know, in that little happy, buzzy mood right now, just like, okay, let's go there and talk about it. Um, it's really all about past lives. When you talk about Astral Traveler, we built that bracelet saying, you know, are you curious? Did you remember a past life or do you want to? Do you think there's stuff from that other lifetime you brought into this lifetime that you are still trying to figure out? Maybe there's still karma from it. Maybe you're still reliving it. Maybe uh, that's why certain people are in your life and you're like, why is this person in my life? Oh, it's a past life thing. I'm stuck with them until I figure this out. So we created this bracelet. It's very different, right? We're talking about Last week was releasing grief, something very specific. This is as open as you can get on the other way. Like, hey, do you want to explore your Akashic records, your past lives, when you might have lived in Egypt or Greece or or wherever? Who's who's back in your life because of it? Who didn't you finish something with? Or who did you want to do more with, right? Nikki and I have connections like that. Past life connections. We remember doing all kinds of things, good and bad. <laughs> Um, and things we've been up to and we've learned and we're all the better for it, I think. And we're still exploring and doing all of that. So if you feel a connection with that, maybe it's a part of the world you don't live, but you're like, oh, always just felt this way when I think about Greece or the Mediterranean or Egypt or whatever, that's probably a past life calling to you. I feel like I can describe parts of Ireland in great detail. I've never been to Ireland. But I'm telling you, I feel like, uh, and I have tested this because years ago, my husband and I went to New York. I was on a book tour and um, I was speaking at all these stores. I did this whole like long book book tour and it wrapped up in New York City it, doing several locations, including uh, the Learning Annex. And I told my husband, I really want to stay at the Waldorf Astoria. I have had dreams about this place since I was a kid. I feel like I know what it looks like. I know where to go. I even remember how the rooms looked. He was like, okay, let's do it. So I made uh, a reservation for a room and just a very basic room. You know, it was it's a lot of money being on book tour. You're always hotel, hotel, travel. So it was a lot. So I made just for a basic room. And I was like, you know what? I just know I was connected to this hotel. Like felt like I even lived there for a while before. So we get there and I, my husband is doing something. I'm like, I'll go check us in. I go to check us in and the, and the lady's like, we've been awaiting your arrival. Welcome. And I'm just like, wow, what a nice hotel. And she's like, no, we've gotten um, a notice to upgrade you. And I'm like, what? And, uh, you know, I don't think they were even with a different hotel grouping or whatever it is. You know, you get upgrades, Marriott, whatever. I don't think they were associated like that. But they're like, yeah, we're upgrading you. I was like, oh my gosh, you know? And she's like, yeah, no extra cost or anything. Put us in this suite with like a living room and all the things. And um, I mean, it had a doorbell at the front. My husband's like, oh my gosh, because I didn't tell him. He's like, what is this costing, right? Because we're looking at like a just everything you see on all the windows and it's all like 
looks like in a little apartment in New York. And I told him, like, no, I got upgraded. They said they were waiting for me. And um, so we put our, we got our luggage, everything unpacked. And I'm like, okay, here's where I want to go. And I'm telling him in the hotel. And he's like, okay, it's kind of, it's really big. You know, you wonder, it's, you know, an older hotel. So it's not as easy to know where everything is. I knew where everything was. I'm like, I want to show you the tile of the floor in this room that I've always loved. He's like, what do you mean you've always loved? I knew everything about the building. I was like, no, here's a shortcut. Let's go here. Oh, here's this. Let's go. We have to go see this. Everything came back to me in full recall from my past life living there. That was very recent. I told him I even, I even know the family name I was. I'm not going to say it on here, but I know my what my name was before, the, the last name, surname, the whole thing. And I'm so grateful I got to go back because I was feeling every moment of it. And now um, it's since been bought, I think, by the Japanese. And I, I think they tore it apart on the inside, renovated it, turned it into condos. So now I wouldn't recognize it. It will never, does it look like that again? A lot of it was redone. Um, so I'm so grateful I got to go see it, like how I remembered it in that other lifetime. I can't even imagine if I'd had astral travel bracelet to help even you know, raise that energy for me to go and do and see. I was born back really strong with these abilities, but that's what we tried to put in this bracelet is to help you have some of those abilities too and those connections if you want to. And um, for me, I'm not as caught up in past lives. Um, they seem to appear to me when I need to work on something or connect with something. I came very full circle on that trip going all over New York remembering my past lifetime in New York and what I did there and where I lived. And as I traveled throughout the city and even in other parts of the state there of New York, I remembered my past life there and what I did and um, where I went, just, just a whole lot of things there. So powerful and healing in so many ways. That's what I think is the best thing about a past life. When you connect, you can see, is there anything in this lifetime I need to still go face or fix or do? And so um, that's my intention with Astral Traveler, what the part that I put into it that I wanted it to be. So that's my story, Nick. What's yours with Astral Traveler? Well, well, first, I, I have to acknowledge your, your experience with um, the Waldorf because I remember that very clearly. And until very recently, the picture that I had for you on my phone as your contact picture was a picture of you sitting on the couch in that room. In the <laughs> yeah, I love that picture because I just remember your face was, you were just like beaming. And I remember you sharing that experience with me. And it was, um, it, it was just, it was very cool. And so, um, so I just wanted to share that. Like, I, I just, I loved that. Um, I, what I love about this bracelet, and you touched on it, is that it, you know, it, it is geared towards past lives, and that means that you could use this. This could be used on a journey for for so many different things. Like you said, like you know, why is this person in my life, or you know, why does this keep happening, or you know, what is the lesson pertaining to 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 Iz, and this. You know, so that could be related to love. It could be related to your career. It could be related to, um, you know, someone in your uh, birth family, things like that. And so I, I love that this could span so many different journeys within anyone's lives. And even the same wearer could use it for several different journeys um, related to different past lives. We use some really, I call them kind of 
high-end, maybe call them bougie stones um, in this bracelet, like Chrysocolla. Yeah, I love Chrysocolla. So Chrysocolla in this, and, and of course, like like any of these, or most of the, the gemstones and crystals that we use, it could be in lots of different shapes or take different forms. And we, we've we got it in sort of this little, I call it chiclets because they look like little chiclets to me. Um, but it's sort of like a little pillow of this just sort of beautiful blue green chrysocolla. And um, it has that color. Gee, I'll just talk here. It has that color because there's um, there's actually copper embedded inside of this mineral or inside this crystal. And that's what, why it looks that way. And I, I just, I love the aesthetic of that stone and, and in this particular shape and energetically, it's, it's just a really beautiful stone. Um, it's, it's with that bluish color, like it's, you know, very much associated with the throat, throat chakra helps create clear communication, um, from heart and soul and, and just, you know, helping when you're communicating for, for you to speak clearly and for people to hear you clearly, um, which can be really important if we're trying to figure out, you know, some lesson or working through some journey related to a past life. No, that's really intriguing with the copper because, you know, you see all the orgone things that are created. They've got the copper running through it. Mm -hmm. A lot of talk about copper uh, being used in ancient Egypt. And even now there's still a lot of discoveries happening with copper, how it can help. Uh, some even don't they do copper on certain things on the body to help with um, I don't know if it's the flow or something I know there's a lot of copper bands and things before mm -hmm. yeah I've seen that um on like you can wear them like like yeah like bracelets almost like it's a band that you can wear on your wrist that I think they're the idea is it's supposed to improve circulation um, I have not full disclosure. I've not done a lot of research on that. You know, the scientists to me always like to look at those things. So I, I don't know a lot about that particular aspect, but yes, I have seen a lot of um, uses of copper uh, in, in other areas like that. Yeah. Copper was used in a lot in alchemy back, you know, in the day with alchemists practicing, it said that, that it really transmutes between here and the the spiritual realms with the copper. So here it is like a part of that bracelet. And to me, like the, all the other stones are the purple activating the, the, you know, crown chakra and the third eye chakra and above, but then you've got that chrysocolla and those colors awakening with the, with that copper energy. To me, that's like the battery that is kind of pushing the energy with that copper top battery like that pushing the energy to go ahead and help you go over there into the astral realms and to be able to get that information and bring it back. And so it's, it's like, we've kind of made an energy grid there, putting that cop, you know, putting the copper in, in that way. And I love this, how the stones naturally do this. We talked about snowflake obsidian the other day and water and light being encapsulated. Um, you were talking about the flaking in the other podcast, you know, in the layers, mm -hmm. moonstone. Here we've got this copper running through that makes the colors, but the copper is so necessary to really get that battery to run it etherically, I think, through the aura to activate that energy body to go over to the other side and be able to do that. Yeah, I love that. And, and that's just another great example of 
when we put this together, we didn't think, hmm, we need to have this battery to help power us through the other side. It, you know, it, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't happen that way, right? It's just like, okay, we need to put this and this and this together. And how does this work? And does this feel good energetically? Like we go through that sort of iteration process. And then it's like, oh, hey, this happens to have copper in it. Isn't that amazing? No wonder this felt so good putting these things together because they work so well together, which is the whole idea of a journey bracelet is it's it's not just the aesthetic. It's not just the stones that we pick. It's it's the order that we put them in and it's, you know, how they how they work together and that that um synergistic effect when you put different crystals together. And and so I love when we we find after the fact, after we've sort of done the creation, we're like, oh yeah, look at that. Isn't that funny? But it's not funny. We know like it's very, very much divine like I did. It really is. Um, it's interesting because we're both very spiritual people and involved in our practices and metaphysical studies and all of those things. And it's interesting how this journey has put us on a journey as well with that in a different way. And, you know, in my work teaching, working with students and clients, there's a lot of work I do with the emotional layer and the mental layer, as well as a person's spiritual layer of what they're working on, right? Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? I do a lot of work like that with students as a wisdom teacher, but not as much with the body being in the physical body. And these bracelets are really that touchstone and to really work on the body, but to bring the body into having um, a spiritual experience, a metaphysical experience, mm -hmm. right? Look and that's that. my intention <laughs> is to, to have something that's touching your body, but it's going to transcend and awaken the aura of your body, awaken the energy centers and say, come on this journey, let's go. So when you put it on, you're activating it. You, uh, you know, are, are putting these amazing cuffs on your body to do that. And so it's really good to be conscious, I think, when you put these on, to have a sense of what am I doing? What am I activating? And so that you align your thoughts, your emotions, um, and your energy with it, which is only going to make the experience that much more detailed and, uh, and sensory for you. Um, could we have put any more amethyst in this bracelet? Do you think <laughs> there's never too much amethyst? Uh, I mean, I love amethyst and it, and it just, well, one, it plays so nicely with the other stones in this particular stack. And, and it is, you know, this is another example of starting and finishing. And I use air quotes when I say that, I know y'all can't see that, but because it is cyclical, right? It, there isn't necessarily a beginning and an ending to this journey. We, we, we cycle through, but if we're looking at it sort of linearly, it is a stack with amethyst as the first bracelet and as the last. And, and I always, we don't always do that, but it energetically, that's what we needed in this bracelet. And, and um, I just, I love that sort of connection between the beginning and the end. You know, I think it, in a, an image of an Ouroboros just popped into my head of, you know, the, that we've got that, that cycle and the same stone at the start and at the finish. And, um, and I just love amethyst. So it, it's just such a powerful stone. And it is one that you see a lot of, especially in, you know, metaphysical circles, but there's a reason for that. It, it is incredibly calming and soothing and, 
it can be very detoxifying energetically. And I, I oftentimes I switch out every once in a while, but you know, I have a, a big amethyst um, geode that I have on my nightstand that, that I love having near me when I sleep for all of the, the properties that I just mentioned. And the other stone is unicorn, which I think we yes. both like are like, man, that is a hardworking stone. It covers a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unicorn is amazing. I think, and we've talked about it a lot. It, it's a relatively, well, it's new in the sense of it's newly discovered. I should say it's not new. Like it just formed a few years ago, like, it, you know, hundreds of millions of years old at least. And it's made of a number of other crystals. It's got pink tourmaline, lapidolite and clear and smoky quartz. And, and those, each of those in and of themselves are, are really powerful, uh, amazing stones. And then you put them together and, and they, they're put together naturally. Like it's, it's a nature made crystal and you've got the, the properties of all of those sort of intermingled with each other, which I think is just incredible. And, and tourmaline, pink tourmaline and lapidolite are two of my favorite stones. So I, I love it. Right. I agree. I, I want to know who named it. Who's like, look at this stone, unicorn. Uh, maybe it was like the idea of like, you know, when like, you know, you'll be like, oh, that person's a unicorn, you know, like they're, the the you just, there's, it's almost unreal, right? One in a bajillion. And so maybe when they found it, it was like, oh, that's a unicorn. Like you just never find that. Must've been. Lucky them getting the name of stone. Right. I want that. Could there be a Nikki Stone? We'll have to see. Well, I don't know if I would name it after myself. That's that's awfully presumptuous of me. I'm good with it. <laughs> I mean, you could name a formation after me. You know, like they find a big a big deposit somewhere. It could be the Nikki Formation. Like I'd be okay with that. Okay. Moving along. <laughs> so, um, have you? Touched in any past lives in this lifetime that that um, you think have helped you? Who's asking me? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm asking our listeners, but we can't. Oh, hear. Okay. <laughs> Is that works? I was waiting. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, for sure, I have. Um, I'm trying to think of. If I, if I want to give specific examples, oh, but I don't have to share. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, for, uh, you know, some yeah. past um, romantic relationships that um, very much had some lessons that needed to be played out in this lifetime to sort of come to a conclusion. Uh, I don't know if I would say in the hopes that I don't intermingle with that soul again. That's not quite what I mean, but not going through that same lesson again. There were definitely some things there. And um, remembering those past lives and having sort of those eye-opening, those aha moments of like, oh, that explains that or this. And, and being able to let go of certain things and, you know, whether that was a belief or an expectation or a feeling. And, you know, it's a it can be a very powerful experience to go through that. And, and I think one thing I would mention also is, you know, one of the things that pops into my head when I think of past lives is I think it's important that people like it, it can be a very powerful tool to to examine those things and very empowering. And I think it's important that we don't use past life things as an excuse. Oh, well, that's just a past life. Like I've got some past life thing with this person and that's why 
blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, sort of like, you know, we can talk about, we, we both had um, some difficult things in our lives or growing up and, and you can, you can point to those as to why you might say a certain thing or behave a certain way or have certain beliefs, but we don't want to use it as an excuse. You can, you know, it can be like a, a piece of information. Okay. That explains why this, but we don't want to fall back on that as like, well, my life was so hard as a child and that's why I'm this way and I'm just not going to change. And so I think it's just important to keep that in mind when we look at past live things as well. Like you can point to them and be like, oh, so that's why. Okay. That's great. Now let's use this as an opportunity to release something or to let it go or to move on or, or whatever it is that we need to do with that piece of information. Like put it to good use. Don't use it as an excuse. Well, I just rhymed. <laughs> good advice. While we're getting advice, we should say uh, when you purchase a journey bracelet, we send you an email that has tips on how to care for your bracelet, uh, tips on how to ground your body and prepare what to do when you first get the bracelet, which wrist to wear it on first to have the download of energy come to you. Uh, we also talk about these are tools, right? Mm -hmm. We cannot guarantee you're going to have a past life experience if you put it on or any of the other things that these journeys are about. They're a tool to help you do the work, whether you need to learn how to do things, whether you're working through something, it still takes you doing your highest and best and doing the work. This is just a tool like any other. Uh, that being said with Astral Traveler, um, probably, you know, it'd be good to really get yourself in a higher conscious space in a quiet place where you could just be alone and go maybe into a meditation. So um, not don't use while driving, <laughs> you know, uh, that kind of thing. You want to be in a clear, restive place so that you could try to do such things, right? Um, but it's here to help teach you. I'm just looking at the picture of it again on the website. Mm -hmm. The Chrysocola is so big, so chunky. And I just don't think that this bracelet would work the same if it were any other shape or size. It needed to be a big chunk like that to really power it up and make all that purple just go boom, boom. You feel it when you look at it, you know? Really, I dope. completely agree. Yeah. And and what the other thing that I think is really special about that, that, that I love that uh, is that it's not that chrysocolla in and of itself is super rare, but to find it in this shape is it's certainly not as common this way. So this isn't something that you're going to see a lot of. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to come by. So I also appreciate that when I'm, um, you know, buying a piece of jewelry or something that I'm wearing on my body, like, yeah, this isn't something that I'm going to see everybody wearing. This is a little bit more unique and a little bit more special in that regard. Well, could we do a podcast on that? Y'all have no idea how many vendors we work with and the searches <laughs> we go through to find the crystals and gemstones we want and the sizes and shapes and colors at a certain quality level. Mm -hmm. It is more challenging than you would ever think. And I know like, yeah, you, I mean, you can walk into, you know, like a quote crystal shop and you might think like, oh, look at all this, like, look at all these things. But to find, like you said, the right shape, the right size, the right quality, the, you know, we need to find more than one strand of something because we want to be able to make more than two bracelets kind of a thing. It, it is a challenge. And then even when we do find it, sometimes you say, okay, this is a good source, but wherever they're mining or whatever they're doing, they run out and it's like, oh, that's all there is. You're done. So we never know 
sometimes which bracelet will be the last because you won't be able to find that particular stone for a long time in that cut or color or things. So it makes each bracelet really uh, bespoke and distinctive. And, um, you know, because we just don't know with, with these stones like that. So that's kind of fun and interesting, but also a little like... <laughs> It can be challenging. Yeah. And and you also bring up a good point too, that the fact that, um, you know, that these are all natural, you know, when we look at the pictures, like I'm looking at a picture of, of Astral Traveler right now as well. And, you know, even the one that I'm looking at, the the purple geode uh, that's in the middle on the cuff, those, you know, we use a purple, purple cuff. And because they're all natural, like they're going to look a little bit different. You know, that one has sort of like concentric circles in the middle, which is beautiful. And then we have other ones that are more sort of wavy and, and, you know, some that might have a little bit of a druzy in the middle. So it, it just, it, you know, that's mother nature. It just depends. Yeah. Color variation, everything mm -hmm. size. Absolutely. So uh, I love it. I love these colors. Me too. You know, they really draw me in. And this was a really good one to make. This was, I would say this was our, we talked a little bit about some of the ones that were our very first original. This was probably our second incarnation mm -hmm. uh, where we started branching out into Astral Traveler. Ones like that. It's a good one. So again, uh, you can find more information about us on our website, lavishgoods.com. Go there and sign up for our free newsletter. You'll get an instant discount off to shop and you'll get news from us about upcoming events, specials, new bracelets, what we're up to, all the things. And if you like, follow us on Facebook. We have a private group on there where we talk about this stuff. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, where you go. Um, we even post some things on YouTube, I think. A little bit of YouTube action. We'll probably do mm -hmm. some more when we release the spring collection. Probably put some videos up there. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a bracelet, please do a review on the website. Contact us if you want through social media with any questions or on our website. We're just looking to talk about journey bracelets and uh, want to hear from you, what you're interested in. Should also mention we have a lot of journeys you can purchase, but there's also custom designs that we do where we make one exactly for you and what you're wanting to work on. You can check that out on lavishgoods.com as well. And thanks again. These go by quick, these little episodes. We hope you're enjoying learning a little bit about each type of bracelet. We'll be back again next week. Thank you. Bye.